is not one who likes to get up early. It is always difficult to wake him up. Mother Yasoda knows that he's very tired because all day he's out in the forest running around with his boys and they are fighting and wrestling and so on and then um, she sees all the all the marks on his body from the the rough life in the forest and Krishna is resting and he's getting up a bit later just not waking up everyone is waiting the cows are waiting the coward boys are waiting and Krishna is not waking up so finally Mother Yasoda goes into his room and she wakes him up and begins to massage his body with Mahanarayan Thailand, you know, Mahanarayan oil. What other oil could it be? Uh, and then, as she's massaging his body with Mahanarayan oil, okay, then Krishna begins to wake up. And as he's waking up, the cows, the cows are mowing and their udders are filled and they will not allow anyone to milk them until Krishna has come. So Krishna personally goes into the Goshala, into the cow stables, to milk the cows. It's the first thing Krishna does in the morning, milking the cows. After that only will he go up again, and then all the cows are milked, and then Krishna will get his morning bath, which is like quite a public thing. Many are assisting, and it's like a full Abhishek. Uh, Krishna is getting a full bath every morning like this and uh, different cowboy boys are assisting some of the gopis also so it becomes a whole thing then finally Krishna is getting ready to go to the forest at that time there are two rivers one is a white river coming out of the Goshala and another one is a black river of buffaloes and Krishna is taking this herd uh, of predominantly white but also black buffaloes out into the forest uh, and so Krishna begins his forest pastimes and wherever Krishna walks all the trees are flourishing and all the trees start blooming and producing fruits and, and honey starts dripping and Balaram is very happy. In this way, uh, we see how the pastimes of Krishna are unfolding. Um, and we are simply, um, for a moment, for a moment thinking about Krishna in the spiritual world. It is said that when Akrura came to Vrindavan, at that time Akrura came as a messenger of Kamsa. And Kamsa desired that Akrura would bring Krishna and Balaram to Mathura. That was something which the residents of Vrindavan were very concerned about. And uh, when Akrura came, Yasoda felt it, her intuition, and uh, she was ready to hide Krishna. But then Akrura started to speak so nicely with Nanda Maharaj and had this whole nice discussion. And then, you know, Akrura was saying, Yes, Krishna and Balaram you know, are invited to come to Vrindavan. To, to Mathura and uh, so no, 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 no. And then Nanda Maharaj listened to a crew and the crew said, yes, we'll just bring them there and then they'll come straight back. And Nanda Maharaj agreed and Yasoda was shaking her head, no, no, no. And yet Nanda Maharaj agreed. And then Krishna and Balaram stood on the chariot and they were smiling, whereas everyone in Vrindavan was in horror and in shock. It was as Akrura 
move the chariot. Then the gopis, who were also in shock, could no longer wait. And they, they grabbed the reins of the chariot and tried to stop the chariot. Now, the question I want to ask is why did they do that? If Krishna wanted to go, Krishna wanted to go to Mathura, so why didn't the gopis dance in front of the chariot throwing flowers? If that was Krishna's desire, why did they try to stop him? It is said that they are completely selfless. <coughs> they have no other desire than <coughs> to satisfy the desire of Krishna. So why did they try to stop Krishna? He wanted to go? All right. We're going to have a party in Matura. What was the problem? I mean, wherever Krishna wants to go, that's where it's happening. So, if Krishna wants to go to Mathura, we just all go to Mathura and celebrate in Mathura. No, no, no. These gopis, they didn't want Krishna to leave. So, was this selfish desire after all? He wanted to go. They didn't want to go. Hmm. What to make of this? So, no. The gopis, they tried to keep Krishna from, from madness. The gopis were considering that Krishna, Krishna, he cannot be happy outside of Vrindavan. But now he wants to go. He must be, something must be wrong with him. He must be confused. He doesn't understand what is his own self-interest. No, we must protect him from his own madness. Look, he's smiling while living in Vrindavan. He should be crying. This is the worst thing that could ever happen to him. And, and he's smiling. No, we have to stop him. We have to stop him. Anyway, Akrura was a powerful Xantrian. And huh, what are some girls gonna do when it comes to stopping his chariot? So, huh. And Kura just put the thing in first gear and start moving. And then no girls could stop the chariots. And Krishna and Balram disappeared. So that's, that's what happened to Krishna. Well, okay, Krishna killed Kamsa, he did all these things. Here's some Kumalani tripped him and broke the tusk. He did so many things. But, okay, but then what happened in the end? Was Krishna actually happy? Mm -hmm. Krishna was in Dwarka. So it is described by Sanatana Goswami in the Vriyam Vita. Krishna was in Dwarka. And as Krishna was in Dwarka, everyone in the palace uh, was tiptoeing because Krishna had a headache. What to do? Krishna had a headache and everyone was just tiptoeing around. And then Satyabhama. Satyabhama, she suddenly, you know how she is, you know, I mean, a bit hot-headed, rebellious Satyabhama. And Satyabhama suddenly goes like, I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of this hypocrisy. <laughs> Sachipama, Sachipama, please, Sachipama. Krishna has a headache. <sighs> Come on. Everybody knows Sachipama. Everybody knows that Krishna doesn't have a headache. Sachipama. You know, everybody knows Sachipama, please. Every queen knows. That's when Krishna is sleeping in their arms. That in his sleep, Satyabhama, this is getting too much, Satyabhama, that in his sleep, he is saying the names of the gopis in Satyabhama. <laughs> oh, God, this is too much. And yes, Krishna was not having a headache. Krishna was having 
acute symptom of separation. Acute symptoms of separation from, from Vrindavan. So the gopis were right. So we can see that in the end the gopis were indeed selfless. They tried to save him from his own foolishness, but now he was suffering the consequences. Anyway, what to do? Lord Brahma came on his swan carrier to see what to do about the situation. Krishna had a headache. So they devised a plan. And what they did is they arranged that Vishwakarma, who is the architect of the demigods, came down. And Vishwakarma was so expert, he could build anything. And what he did, he made a whole replica of Vrindavan. It looked exactly the same like Vrindavan. And even he had statues of the residents, like Mother Yasoda was there. She was there. And she had some yogurt, uh, some pot with yogurt, some bananas in her hands. But, of course, she wasn't moving. A statue. But Krishna, so Krishna went into that replica. And he saw Mother Yasoda there holding the pot and the bananas. And she didn't move. But that happened more often to Mother Yasoda. Because sometimes she went into ecstasy and then she just stood there frozen. So Krishna didn't think much of it. So he just snatched the bananas and the yogurt from her hand, sort of like casually, and went off into the forest. And everything was blissful. Balaram was there, and Rohini was there, and all the other residents of Dwarka were hiding in the bushes to see what was going to happen. And then Krishna was just so blissful. He was in total ecstasy. And Krishna, then suddenly, Krishna came to the shore of the ocean. Ocean? Is it Yamuna? No. Ocean. This is not Vrindavan! Oh! I got cheated! Oh! So much depression. Oh! Then Lord Brahma appeared on his swan carrier. And Lord Brahma began to recite the Bhagavad Gita. Paritanaya Sadhanam Vinasa Sadhuskritam. Who knows? You know? Slogan contest. Janmastani? Slogan contest, yes. Paritanaya Sadhanam. Krishna 
comes to Kuruksetra. Um, he is he's descending into the material realm. He is instructing. He's not in his own pleasure breakout. Now he's instructing Arjuna, who is overwhelmed by the uh, by the world, uh, by the ways of the world. Grandfather about to be killed. This dad, family members fighting. Oh, 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 oh. so much family problems. Uh, this is normal. This is everyone's life. Uh, uh, so Krishna descended, and Krishna gave Arjuna direction. But ultimately, um, it is that Vrindavan. That is Krishna's natural place. And therefore, it is also our natural place, because after all, um, we can never be happy on our own. <coughs> it's not possible to be happy. You sit at home all day, we've just had lockdown, eh? and you can sit there, lockdown. Can we go out? No, lockdown. No, no one can go out, must sit at home. Yes. I mean, all alone? Yeah. Oh, you go crazy all about. Yeah. Need someone to have some fun with. No. That is our nature. That is our nature. Um, and of course, uh, who has more fun than the coward boy? Because they are closely connected to Krishna, so they have the uh, the greatest fun. Consciousness is some sort of magical trick to fix this world. Just add Krishna to your life and everything will be fine. Yes, simple. Just chant Hare Krishna, carry on, carry on. But just chant Hare Krishna. Yeah, but realize what will happen when you do that. Sooner or later, you're going to wind up in Vrindavan. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yes. Uh, because after all, oh, Lester, Lester, how I love you, Lester. Uh, <laughs> that may be there, but then oh, once you start to develop that taste for, for Krishna and his... Uh, his transcendental activities, yeah. Then Vrindavan wins. Right? Mm. That's Krishna consciousness. So, that's it. Mm. <coughs> and in this way, um, we are understanding how Krishna consciousness is more than going on with our life. Right? Sometimes I come somewhere and devotees are eating vegetarian hot dogs. Oh, vegetarian hot dogs. Ouch. Ooh, gosh, help. Uh, uh, oh, gosh. I don't think I could get it past my, uh, 
across my lips, even I'm close to them. A vegetarian hot dog. It's yeah, because it's it's part of it's the imitation of the material world. It's the imitation of the material world. Uh, like I can give another example, you know. Um, we can, what would you like to drink? Wine or beer? Yes, well. What would you like? Wine or beer? Yeah. <laughs> no worries. We are going to start a new approach to Krishna consciousness. We're not going to have a temple. We're going to have the Krishna pub. <laughs> and the Swamis They'll stand behind the bar <laughs> and they'll serve out the drinks. Yes? But the drinks, don't worry, alcohol free. <laughs> you know, there you go. Son of a gun. <laughs> I mean, how long can we do that, you know? Until one day we think, God. This alcohol-free stuff tastes like nothing. <laughs> Let's get a pint, you know. I mean, it's natural. Yeah? It's mentally contaminated. And there's just more to it than uh, the letter of the law, you know. Well, I promised four regulated principles. So, no meat, fish, or eggs. Well, in my vegetarian one dog. Is there any meat? No, there's not. Any fish? Not that I could I don't see any. <laughs> Alright. So what's wrong with it? It's fine. Can have it. Yes. Yes. But we want something else. Uh, the Vaishnavas are chanting uh, at noon. Sri Prabhupada started in the morning with Mangalarti and Guru Puja and in the evening, the evening Arti. And then in the middle of the day, he also had a song, which was a song about Krishna taking prasadam and Bhajapan. Anyway, that whole song describes in great detail what things Krishna eats. Can I have a look at it? Why don't we try those? Cook some of those preps. And then when we have them, then we say, Krishna eats this as well. It's kind of more exciting than a hot dog, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so, my point is, is that ultimately, we have to, the more we adopt the culture of Vrindavan, the more we, the more our spiritual life starts to happen naturally, and the and the less we do so, the the more we live a culture, which is the the Kali Yuga culture. Um, the more we live the Kali Yuga culture, the more difficult it will be to be Krishna conscious. And you just add your 16 rounds of four regulated principles to Kali Yuga culture. Well, good luck to you. <laughs> that ain't easy. Um, that ain't easy. So, therefore, yes, that that mood and that culture of the resonance of Vrindavan, um, that is actually encouraged. And that's where, where we come home. Um, and so, we're trying to create that mood yeah, when we are with the devotees, when we are sometimes. Yes, we can do all kinds of things. Huh? We can build flower houses for the deities. Yes, that's, that's a Vrindavan pastime. We can have a butter churning festival mm -hmm. and then see who are the butter thieves. <laughs> we can have... Um, both pastimes.
we can have very wonderful festivals just like in Vrindavan and suddenly um, everything becomes very transcendental and spiritual life is full of taste and Krishna consciousness becomes very natural. Mm. I'm thinking like that. Somehow or other, um, I was looking, before Krishna consciousness, I was looking for spiritual life. And I traveled to India and I searched. And in due course of time, I came to Vrindavan. And, and that's where I joined the Hare Krishna movement, because in Vrindavan it was so natural. Krishna consciousness was so natural. Um, so let us, uh, somehow or other, bring that atmosphere of Vrindavan. And the more we do so, um, the more we do that, the more our spiritual life uh, comes to life. Um, it is there where we find the Jews, the Ras. It is there. Uh, um, we can go to Vrindavan on a Parikrama. That we can do, and we, we will. Right? But we can also bring Vrindavan here. And just that will transform everything. And the more we try and do that, the more we become transformed. Uh, and the more our chanting will, will come very easy instead of struggling to finish the rounds from yesterday. approach to spiritual life. 
Because by giving others Krishna, we become selfless. Well, how to do that? Well, if you're a householder, that's very good. You see, well, the sannyasis, they can go everywhere and give Krishna, but how can we householders do that? No, if you're a householder, that is very good. Because as a householder, you have a house. And we don't. Right? So that's an advantage when you have a house. Because when you have a house, you can, uh, you have probably a kitchen as well, isn't it? <laughs> Usually, every house has a kitchen. Uh, you have a kitchen. Yes, if you have a kitchen, and then you can cook it up. You can go in there and assemble an army, and you just cook a big feast in the kitchen with pakoras and samosas. Yes. And with rasagulas. Uh, uh, with rasagulas. Uh, why not? With ice cream or whatever. We are East and West is together is best. <laughs> this is the modern way. In every Indian home now you get doklas on the one side and pizza on the other side. <laughs> That's how it is. Anyway, uh, so whatever may be, we'll have these things. Cook it up and then invite people. Just invite people. That's giving. That is giving. Krishna consciousness. Offer it first, of course. You know. <laughs> After cooking, ding, 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 puja, everything offered. And then invite so many people. This spirit of giving, anyone can do. Because this giving, that is the mood of Sri Chaitanya So if you just partake in simply remembering Vrindavan and being in the mood of giving out mercy, can be in the form of prasadam, some go on book distribution, also good. That's very good. Some are going to give that mercy. Our Gornarayan is always ready to organize book distribution and show it by example. He's good at it. Like that. Oh, like that. In this way, our spiritual life becomes magic. And otherwise, we struggle. And then, going to be in Maya. Oh, oh. And then we think we're going to enjoy. And then we will suffer. Oh, oh. So, yeah. And if you make us, if we're spiritually poor, if we have no spiritual culture at all, and we're just chanting and just trying to follow the principles of good or as bad as we can, then um, our spiritual life will be a great austerity. So in this way, let us just give that Mujib Mahaprabhu, serving Srila Prabhupada, who was such a dedicated follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And remember that home is not in Leicester. <laughs> when I I joined in Vrindavan, then I lived in Vrindavan for a long time. So before we had this EU passport, right? In the Dutch passport, there was a mention of uh, domicile, you know. And because I lived in Vrindavan for quite some time, my place of residence was Vrindavan. Then, even when I didn't live in Vrindavan officially anymore, I still kept it in my passport. And only when we got this EU passport, ah, it was gone. Too bad. Mm. Yes, this is it. We are residents of Vrindavan. And wherever else we are, we're, we're tourists. So, you are all tourists here in Leicester? 
I hope you're enjoying your temporary stay. <laughs> At the end, you'll get the bill. <laughs> you'll have to pay for it. Uh, but certainly, this is not a place to call home. It cannot be. It cannot be. Because it's part of the material world. Well, I thank you for listening to me. Um, I shared with you tonight something about my meditation. Something that keeps me going. I'm always thinking of myself as living in Vrindavan. I'm always meditating on being an instrument of, of mercy, giving it to others and trying to do so trying to follow in the footsteps of Srila Prabhupada, take up the mission of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, chanting Hare Krishna, follow the four eight principles. And in this way, uh, by this simple technique, one, one can be inspired in Krishna consciousness. Very simple. And that's what I wanted to talk about because Inspiration is uh, is needed. Um, we're doing this voluntarily. We're not getting paid, so you know, So we need inspiration. Otherwise, how can we do it for a long time? Um, we must find something in Krishna consciousness to keep on doing it. It's not enough to be philosoph philosophically convinced. Because it said, even a man of learning is struggling. Even when we're philosophically convinced, we'll still be struggling if there's no taste. We want taste. So with that, I wanted to give you some food for thought. Um, um, yeah. I came today from, from London. a little late because I, I was doing a little checkup in the, in the, with a doctor and you know I'm old now so it goes like that and uh, and uh, and I'll go back also tonight so uh, but still I wanted to come you know and uh, so I'm glad I could come I would like you all to uh, Krishna gave you so much. Huh? I mean, it's amazing how much you are all getting. You know, you get this. Okay, first you blew up your temple. <laughs> uh, we we assumed that it wasn't on purpose. Uh, I mean, to cash in on the insurance and so on. We did all that for this. Uh, you know, it was on Prabhupada's appearance day, I remember that. I remember it very well. I was in Germany and I saw it like, you know, I saw on the news, right? Hare Krishna temple blown up in Leicester. <laughs> that was really something. Yeah, I remember it. I remember it vividly. Uh, yeah. And then, and then he got this huge building. Of course, he didn't know exactly what to do with it. <coughs> and then he got like a primary school, and now he got another one. <laughs> I mean, when will it ever stop? <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I think you probably got the most in the whole in the whole Hare Krishna movement. I, I traveled all over the world. I have not anywhere seen any place where they got as much as what you got. I mean, really, if you think about it, it's amazing. It's amazing. What? Two farms. You have two farms as well. Oh, you have, you have two farms. <laughs> <laughs> One is, is, is for the, uh, the white cows and the other one is for the black cows. Uh, but, 
But we need a search farm for the spotted ones that are black and white. And 
we are hungry also. Uh, <coughs> so I thought maybe we can move on to the next part of the program. And I also missed my dinner, so <laughs> I can also eat something. And then I'll slowly go back to London only to, uh, until the next time we meet here in Leicester. And otherwise, we can always meet again in Vrindavan, which is our home. So I thank you very much. I turn it over to uh, Prajumna, who is now coming, and who will tell us what the menu is. <laughs> I hope. <laughs>
Srila Prabhupada introduced the worship of Lord Vishnu when he was um, very ill and he asked the devotees to pray to Lord Vishnu for his health. And then our Acharyas are not only worshipping Lord Vishnu for protection, but they particularly worship him like Vikna Vinasa, like the removers of the obstacles. So all the obstacles in the heart, we have plenty. And Krishna and Lord Srikadev removes them. Then we are able to, to worship Krishna. Therefore, we particularly pray to Lord Srikadev to remove all the obstacles from our heart. So have a very nice Nishinga Chaturdazi. Uh, and uh, looking forward to the next time. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I'd like to thank you on behalf of all the devotees that have gathered here this evening for taking your time. Long journey up and a long day ahead of you tomorrow. Long day that you've had all day today. And uh, thank you for sharing with you with us your personal inspiration of being in the consciousness of Vrindavan and inviting us to also step into that sacred space while we're here in uh, this beautiful city of Leicester. <laughs> um, so that we can also experience the same uh, meditation of giving in the way that you are doing and in the way that we may be inspired to follow uh, your footsteps. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us and sharing this inspiration. Let us honor Maharaj. His Holiness Kadamba Khanana Maharaj the King. His Holiness Kadamba Khanana Maharaj the King. His Holiness Kadamba Khanana Maharaj the King. Shila Prabhupada King. Now, as tomorrow is Nursing Adev's appearance day, and given that tonight's a late finish, we're not going to start our program tomorrow until 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So you have plenty of time to recover and rest. Please come for one o'clock. And um, you don't need to worry about breakfast and lunch because it's a no day fast. So you should make it on time for one. And it's a wonderful festival lined up. We'll begin with um, Kirtan and then have Abhishek and Lord Nishingadev. Um We'll hear the pastimes of Lord Nishingadev from Avadiya uh, Shantaru Prabhu. And then we have um, an epic drama lined up for everyone uh, to come and immerse their smaranam of Lord Nasingadev and his pastimes, Prahlad Maharaj and so on. So we really look forward to um, uh, really immersing ourselves in the day and praying as Maharaj said to Lord Nasingadev to, um, that we may overcome all our obstacles in our devotional path. And the day will naturally end with an Ekadashi peace. Hare Krishna. Sindhu Singha Bhagavan Ki Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. Oh, and by the way, we, we had Prashadam early, so no Prashadam now, we just come to bed early. Hare Krishna. Wow, that was epic. Thank you.